Welcome to the C2C Podcast, the podcast powered by Bevy. In this show, I interview community builders from all spaces in the industry. Stay tuned for actionable strategies to learn and community stories to love, all in 15 minutes. I'm your host, Beth McIntyre. I'm excited to have our next guest, Bridget Sauer, who is Senior Content and Customer Programs Manager at Atlassian. On today's episode, we talk about user-generated content, UGC. Ah! She speaks about the UGC programs she's created, the strategies she has implemented, and how these programs meet both Atlassian's business goals and their users' needs. Enjoy the show. So to start out, Bridget, I wonder if you can describe what Atlassian is and what exactly you do in your role. So Atlassian is a B2B software company that makes team collaboration software. And so I guess on the surface, that sounds like a little bit of a dull community to work for and with. But the reality is that so many companies use our tools that we get to interact with users from NASA to Disney to Costco on a daily basis. So there's really like a never never a dull moment as I've come to learn over my last three years at Atlassian. I love that. I think that that's one of the beauties of community is that you can take what outsiders might think is dull, but really connect people on what they love. And maybe B2B software is just that. Definitely making B2B software cool again, I think. (laughs) That's the quote right there. What exactly do you do in your role with content and customer programs? Sure. So my role in the community team officially is senior manager of content and customer programs, which is definitely a mouthful. Uh, So what that actually means is that I look after the content and the content health of our community. And at an even higher level, I'm trying to ensure that our content supports our business goals and user needs. When you talk about business goals and user needs, how does the community kind of scale that content output and meet those business needs without you having to do all of the content creation? That's a good question. Um, I, I feel like a lot of community content managers think that their whole job should be producing content and managing that content cal and just publishing, publishing, publishing. My number one tip is to find people to write the content for you and produce the content for you so that you can think more strategically about the job instead of always be writing and editing and measuring the impact of your content. So, of course, user-generated content is a huge focus of mine. So I've put a couple programs in place and practices in place to make sure that the Atlassian community has a healthy uh, influx of UGC always. So one of those programs is the Atlassian Authors Program, which I started a couple years back. And basically for this program, we've tapped, you know, 700 plus folks who... That's a lot. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, for those who can't see Beth on the podcast, she just made an excited <laughs> and surprised face. Um, so there are folks that we identified because they've taken a certain number of actions on the community. So we have and in the background kind of a, a list of folks who have done X amount of likes and given X amount of comments and things like that. So we've kind of pre-qualified these folks and also have tapped people who seem like they have an affinity for writing and uh, most importantly, love for the products. And so they're all in a community group, the Atlassian authors, and 
There's a monthly prompt that we give them that kind of reflects what our teams care about. So it could be top tips for Confluence newbies and, you know, your best practices for DevOps, things like that. And these amazing authors take the theme. And if they have something to say about it, they'll write long form content for us, which is just pure gold uh, in terms of why people visit the community is to learn from one another. And it's always better that a user gives a tip instead of a Atlassian teammate. So we have the authors program. We also rely on internal teams a lot to provide quality content for our users. And so I partner a lot with product marketing managers. Uh, I put into motion a a community content flywheel, as we call it, (laughs) which is a mouthful. But basically, the flywheel works as a PMM makes a post and is trying to source answers to a question they have. So maybe that question is, how are you using Confluence templates? Um, And a bunch of community users respond to that post and say, hey, here's my use case, here's a screenshot of how I'm using these templates. And then the PMM will then take that content and make a digest, say, you know, top 10 use cases for Confluence templates. Maybe they include that in their onboarding emails and things like that. And then those posts get more comments. And so the flywheel keeps turning. And it's kind of like a dance between the person who's authored the content and the users who are interacting with it. And can really get a lot more bang for your buck that way. And there's so many different things that we could unpack with like a user-generated content strategy. How do you do gamification for a program like that? How do you really tie it back to the business goals? But I'd love to hear if I'm starting my own UGC strategy from scratch, what is the first thing I should do? Where is the first place I should begin? First of all, I'd say if you're starting from scratch, like such a fun road to go down. I know that like when I joined Atlassian, my background was just in general community management, kind of building a community team at Teespring. And I really got the opportunity to specialize in content at Atlassian, sitting on a team of amazing community managers and marketers and things like that. So I congratulate you new content manager for starting your strategy. I guess I would recommend that they start with an exercise that I really like. And it's identifying business goals and user needs. And so where I started was in Trello, which is, I will say, an Atlassian product. And basically, the exercise is that you make two lists. One is user needs and one is business goals. So for our business goals, we had things like increase customer satisfaction and brand affinity or decrease churn and and increase retention or move blockers for people considering or using our products, things like that, that matter to the company. And then we also had a user needs column, which you can kind of put yourself in your user's shoes. And so I'm reading one of our cards now, which is what I'm considering an Atlassian product. I want to find authentic, non-markety use cases from other users so I can feel confident that I'm making a smart choice. So I can kind of link maybe afterwards to this exercise because I think it's really helpful. But basically, the idea is you take your business goals and your user needs and you kind of smush them together and create a content strategy statement that will kind of guide all of the content that you create from that point on. And so I'll share ours, which is to instill confidence through authentic advice from other users and Atlassians 
in order to help users succeed with our products. So I guess in my case, once I had our mission statement down, I knew I needed to focus on creating content programs that would source UGC from our most expert and qualified users, and also from the Atlassian product teams who had updates and information to share with community members as well. So I think it all starts with business goals and user needs. I think that's a really, really healthy place to start. And I would argue that's probably where a lot of strategy conversations should start. Um, As community professionals, we always walk that line, that fine balance between business goals and like metrics and KPIs and the quantitative values of our job and our community. And then on the other side, making that more empathetic and social connection with our community members and giving them the resources they need um, in order to to thrive and be successful. Totally. And it's funny because neither can exist without each other. Maybe if it was up to the business, we would just have marketing content and sales content and things that would maybe be useful to read, but definitely not to build a community around. And, you know, if it was only for user needs, we wouldn't get funded as a community team. (laughs) So there's definitely a good relationship going on there. That's like why they both exist (laughs) is because you're like, I still need a paycheck. (laughs) That's totally fair. (laughs) Well, and so when you say about, um, when you talk about like things community members are reading, do you have different types of content that you've pulled from your community? You talked about the Atlassian Author Program, which is blogs and long form writing content. Do you have videos or podcasts or training or anything like that? We are testing a ton of different content types this year. We have found, well, across the board, I'll say we have to be straight up here that Q&A is our bread and butter. The Atlassian community is at its core a support community, I'd say, as well as a community of practice. Our mission is to help users connect, share, and learn. And definitely the learn piece is really big for us as you know, 90% of our traffic comes through folks searching their questions on Google. So it's a lot of people who have questions about how to use JIRA or Confluence and hopefully get those questions answered and then can move on to the inspiration content where they can learn how to use the products a little bit better. And so Q&A works really well for us. And I pay a lot of attention to Google Analytics and see which questions are organically getting the most traffic. And if I can update those questions to make them like the best quality they can be, or if there's a need for content that we don't have, you know, lots of search terms and not a good search result is something I'm focused on as well. But kind of in the more fun vein of content, AMAs work really well for us. And so Atlassian really values being an open company. And so once a month, we'll have, you know, someone from the leadership team or an influencer in the space sign on and do an Ask Me Anything. And our users just love that and they get really good engagement. I'm also working with our university team this year to get more training content in the community. And so that's really fun because a lot of it is video content. And so we're playing around with that as a new kind of content type. I think I'll have to report back on how that performs, but I have a feeling that users will love kind of the sequential videos that we're providing them of how to kind of like quick start with the products. Awesome. I will definitely be asking you about that in the future, how that went. (laughs) Back to your initial comment about like, how could all of these 
community members be so excited about what is seemingly so dull to outsiders. But it gets me really excited to hear that they'll be writing blogs and they'll be making videos and they get to talk to leadership from the Atlassian team. Like I think that that's just all such awesome opportunities for your members. Yeah, we think a lot about what will delight our users. I do want to give a shout out here to Bianca from my team, who is our community marketer. And aside from Q&A, we really rely on Bianca to get the right eyeballs on our inspiration content. And, you know, it's if you put a piece of content on the Atlassian community and just leave it there, it's kind of unlikely that someone will find it just because the SEO juice isn't there yet. And there's so much content on our community that sometimes discoverability is tough. And so Bianca will take really high quality pieces of content that we want people to see and put it in community marketing emails. She'll feature it on Facebook. We have a couple pieces of ad real estate on site that she takes advantage of as well. So I would be remiss to talk about popular content without giving a shout out to the people who make it popular. You know, like our job as content managers is to identify what people should see. And then it's kind of up to the user to tell us how it actually is. <laughs> but we learn we learn a lot in that in that way. Awesome. Well, I love a shout out. I love a team. A community team is formidable. So thank you for shouting that out. Well done, Bianca. Last question, just to kind of end things off here. What's a memorable moment you've had while working with your Atlassian community? Yeah, I thought long and hard about this because there are so many memorable moments. One of the best parts about being on a community team. So the moment I landed on is that we have a community leader who is just brilliant and kind and also an amazing contributor. She's just a star in our program, in our leader program. And she just happens to wear a hijab. And so when we were redesigning our site, the team felt it was really important for all of our users to see themselves in our illustrations. And so, of course, we included a hijabi woman as one of our avatars. And the amount of appreciation that she had for this design choice, honestly, like still makes my heart swell to this day, just like thinking about her Slack messages. And uh, it brought me so much joy for her to realize how much our team truly loves and supports her. Like we're, we talk about her all the time. <laughs> and she ended up sending me this beautiful hand-painted glass bowl that sits on my desk. And I look at it every day and am reminded how much I love my team and how much I love the Alaskan community. So it's just moments like these that are just really reaffirming as to why I'm in the community space in the first place. Wow. Oh, that's such a beautiful moment, Bridget. Thank you so much for sharing. And I think that comes back to that initial thing again, like business goals, user needs, like clearly you wake up in the morning because you get to meet those user needs. And what an amazing opportunity for you to be able to thank someone so genuinely. Yeah, she's immortalized in our site forever, even way beyond when she chooses to not use Atlassian products, if that that ever happens, hopefully not. I doubt it at this point. (laughs) I mean, she sent you a glass bowl. I feel like that's a a contract of some kind. (laughs) (laughs) I deal in glass bowls these days for anyone who's interested. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Bridget. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm really excited about this conversation. And I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Yeah, this was such a fun conversation. Thanks, Beth. Thank you so much for listening. 
If you liked the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about how to create your own event community, go to pod.bevyhq.com. That's pod.bevyhq.com. 